three, two, one. one, one. Digging in the crates. Digging in the crates. Digging in the crates. Digging in the crates. Let's take it back. Welcome to Digging in the Crates. It's your man, Naki the Beat Man, holding it down, along with DJ Billy the Doll and my man Mike, aka DJ MBA. We're doing pint size interviews, miniature, small. About three to five minutes per episode of some of your favorite artists. Check out this week's DIDC mini view with singer-songwriter Case. Case, what up? I'm good. I can't complain. I'm good. I can't complain. How are you? Doing well. Thanks for stopping by the mini view. How did you get your start in music? Just doing demos and showcases and talent shows and all that, all that sort of thing. And then um, I had um, uh, my manager at the time had gotten uh, a famous friend of hers to write a demo for me, uh, a song for me on my demo. And uh, Russell Simmons heard it, and he, he signed me. He loved it. Do you remember that first demo? Yeah, it went on the first album, actually. Don't be afraid. Nice. You got your first hit, Touch Me, Tease Me, off the Nutty Professor soundtrack. What was it like recording that record? The most special thing about it is not knowing. Right. You know what Because I was still new, just going in the studio, just doing stuff. So you don't know if it's going to be a hit. You have no idea how it's going to be. So that right. that was the most, most special. It was the first. It was my first single ever. It was the first hit, so... That it was it was kind of exciting to not know, <laughs> yeah. you know what's what's going to happen. You don't you don't know what you're in there making. You just in there create. Mm-hmm. So, what's some of the downfalls you experienced in the music industry that you can remember? Well, for me, it was just like a lot of politics, and I think myself, and I think most people get into the music business for their love of music. Um, I don't know too many people that become artists for their love of business. Right. And when you get in, when you get into it, you realize that it's way more business than it is music. Sometimes the business side of it can take away your joy, your love of of actually doing the music, you know. And, and um, that that's the biggest downside. Just politics and all of the, the jumping through hoops for the simplest things, and it's just it get it get way on you. Mm, the song "Happily Ever After." You were probably one of the first to feature Beyonce in a non Destiny's Child video. What was that experience like for you? Yeah, it was cool. Um, the the way that she ended up there was that we wanted to have somebody new in the video. I didn't want to have like, you know, all of this, the normal people who had been in videos, the, the actresses and this person, that person. I wanted somebody new. Right. And I'd seen their video and I'm like, oh, okay, let's get her. And um, it was cool. She heard, she liked the song. She was like, yeah, you know, let's do it. And we had like a three-day shoot and hung out and, just, you know, just talked. It was, we had a lot of fun. Me and dad got real cool. It was it was real fun. So what is your top three Digging in the Crates albums of all time? My top three Digging in the Crates R&B would be the entire Off the Wall album, the entire What's Going On album, the First Guy album. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great picks, man. How do you feel about being the first DIDC Mini View artist? Uh, I, I feel good. It's, it's, it's humbling. You know, to be able to, to tell your story and, and maybe somebody else might see it and it can help them. No doubt. Thanks for checking in, Case. Thanks for having me, man. Next week, we'll have a new artist right here on the DIDC Mini View, right here on the Digging in the Crates podcast. Digging in the Crates. Digging in the Crates. Digging in the Crates. Digging in the Crates. Let's take it back.